2: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Wednesday edition, we've got more rumors atop the NFL draft. One team looking at a quarterback and somebody else in their same division also looking at a quarterback. We will discuss. We're also going to have a discussion about the NBA postseason. There is a star in the league that is not getting the star treatment. We're going to talk about a Hall of Famer who is taking to a plague route in the world of sports and social media. Jerry Jones is at it again. He is talking too much. We've got another edition of NFL Draft Over Unders. We've got the good, the bad and the ugly, the BQ News and the great Petros Papadakis stops by. All of it's yours. Coming up, two pros and a cup of Joe on a Wednesday, Fox Sports Radio. Now
1: let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Yeah, we got some brutal honesty in the NFL Or is it? We will get into that coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. We are fast approaching draft night in the NFL. The opening night of the draft this week. We fired. up.
3: Yet or what? Come on, you know uh, I'm. I'm not quite there yet. You know we still got some time. Come on, you know I was. You don't more want to intrigued. be uh, one of those guys who gets too excited in pregame warm-ups. <laughs> Speaking of, hey, excited, tell me about it, buddy. I, I, I was more intrigued
4: by Jonas's tease game, man. You got to be happily married, bro, because I mean
3: your
1: tease
2: game
4: <laughs> is really good, man. Hey, you it, know
2: it's, it's really good. Hey, Lavar, uh, Brady called me the stripper of Sports stock Radio. Oh. Be- best teaser in the business. Right. That's right. I, yeah, I, I, don't I, I don't know where it came
3: to me. To be stripping. <laughs> But yeah where did I, it come to you Brady? i have no idea I, I but at one point i thought to myself jonas you remind me of a stripper so That's
2: good you just keep that teasing is, me buddy. Uh, keep that tickling is, me I, was, I think i, I, think I said he's, that. The best, he's
3: the best tickler too
2: so. oh
3: man do, do uh, guys still throw one dollar bills at strip clubs or is it is i don't it know up? is uh, there an inflation no, deal lavar lavar the, the word is after all the um you know, after all the PPP funds and all the different yep. things that came out during COVID, yep. people were splurging. They were throwing Oof. fives, tens, in some Oof. cases, 20s. 20s. Oh, yeah. Oof. Especially after about the hundreds? second round of PPPs. What about uh, hundreds? I, I, I don't know that. That, that, that. I think if you're doing that, that's just a waste of money. Like, you need to go in a private room somewhere.
4: You know? Wait, wait, wait. So, everything before the hundred is, is, is not a waste? That's, that's good money?
3: Um, I you know maybe even the fifties you might want to save those. Um, but you I was say, say, like, you might want to break those
4: down. Get get yeah, those. Well, I'm just different. saying.
3: Like, I think twenties where it stops. You know, because okay. at that point, if someone sees you throwing out twenties, they're probably thinking there's a better business money. opportunity one on one somewhere else. Do They still yeah. make two dollar
2: bills. My dad used to have a collection of two dollar bills because yeah, they yeah, were so rare. They still make those. Why not? No, Come
3: on, they they man. Can, can I actually just air out someone too? Yeah, there yeah. there are people out there who they will solely ask for $2 bills, because I do think there's some in circulation. I don't know if they still make them, but they will put them in their wallet for cash tips because they're so unique, they think it's like a nice gesture. Yeah. When in all reality, the person you're tipping – They'd rather have three or four bucks, man. They don't care about $2. (laughs) Yeah,
2: right. Can I get three singles instead of the one $2 bill, please? Uh, That makes more sense. Well, that was the – I think that was what they did uh, back in the day when Clemson would go travel for bowl games. That's right. Um, They would have $2 bills, and they would put an orange tiger paw on the $2 bills. And the thought for Clemson was when they would go to a visiting city, uh, if they infiltrated the city and all their fans were paying with $2 bills at the end of the weekend or whatever, all the local businesses would have these two dollar bills with these orange tiger paws on it, and it would make them want them uh, to to come back again and be accepted for a bowl game or whatever. Now they don't have to worry about it because they're one of the best teams in college football See, for but, as long well, as Davo coaches.
3: Uh, what really ended up happening though? You're not telling that entire story. Yeah, what is the rest? Of it, is there's only a couple businesses that started absorbing all the two dollar bills?
2: That is a good so, point. Yeah,
4: you know, another good point to add to that Third is bag. wasn't that uh, Bernie Mac's name in Player Club, which brings us back a to our.
2: Bill. No yeah. <laughs> Who's he talking to? He talking to yo, yo ass. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> What a great movie. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we do have some brutal honesty. Um... So Scott Fitterer is the general manager of the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are picking number six overall in the draft, and um, you know he told Sam Darnold, uh, his current quarterback, that yeah, they're probably going to be adding a quarterback this upcoming weekend. Uh, they want to be able to add to that quarterback room there. So he felt like it was his responsibility to s- tell Sam Darnold and be brutally honest with him that we are going to add to this position group now. Um, never That's mind That's a military the fa- secret. Well, I mean, you know, it's a, you know, do we? We yeah, is this Scott Fitterer uh, uh, joining us here? Yeah, so Scott Fitterer—he's—he's uh, uh, he's got a throat lozenge in, uh, okay. and he's okay. going to be uh, be joining us in uh, and uh, letting us know here about the uh, the situation with Sam Darnold. So here is Can't the Panther Panthers general manager uh, who would like to be brutally honest with okay. his current quarterback Welcome about show, his Coach. desire oh, for another quarterback.
0: You know, I sat down with uh, with Sam yesterday and just kind of – we talked about everything. Like, we need to help him out as well. We need to help him out with the offensive line. Uh, I think we've done a good job, you know, keeping DJ here and, you know, with McCaffrey and surrounding him with the talent where he doesn't feel like he has to make every play. But we do have to protect him. But uh, in our conversation, I said, hey, listen, um, we are going to add to this group, you know, through this weekend. There's a pretty good chance we could add to this group. And um, it's open competition. You know, it's his, his spot right now. But uh, whoever can take this spot and run with it, we're going to do that. And so he, he was good with that. We're on the same page. And uh, we know we need to stabilize that position. But uh, we're looking forward to adding to it.
2: Can I, can I offer up uh, some advice to Please. Scott Federer? Please. All right. So I love the honesty but I think it's kind of unnecessary because you kind of gave away what card you were playing with when you decided to meet with Deshaun Watson uh, because you were looking to upgrade the quarterback room. So that, that's all I would like to point out there. Not a
4: military secret. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's uh, feel, I think Sam Darnold got the hint. I think he got uh, the
3: clue here. Yeah, I think he knows they want to add a quarterback. <laughs> but the question becomes, because you use the Wind. word upgrade, mm-hmm. like, like, is any of the options out there in the draft an upgrade? Is, is Baker Mayfield an upgrade? Yeah, I think Jets fans will say, yeah, we feel like you know, maybe even Panthers fans will say, yeah, we feel like Baker Mayfield did upgrade. Maybe the right. You know, I think he's probably put better tape out there his rookie year and his third year, but he's also been in a much better situation, right? I mean, the Jets are a disaster, you know, maybe they'll be better this year. I don't know. But we, we everyone was trying to hype them up last year, and they stunk. Hey, by the way,
2: just cut that, what Brady just said, and we can use this every single year at this time. Like, right. just, just take the day off next year. We'll just that's, insert your sound drops on the Jets. That's the most
3: accurate thing Jonas has ever said. In, in perpetuity, we can use this, this clip. You can use that clip forever with the Jets. Yeah. Wow. Um, Wow. No, but, but you know, it, it doesn't really show their hand, though, because they're not saying if they're going to draft one. They're not saying if they're going to you know, sign Mayfield. They're, they're going to add a quarterback this weekend, right? I, I think the more interesting part is the tough position that they're in and whether or not their owner, David Tepper, understands that. They lost out on a guy they were trying to target. There's really no option in this draft class that makes you say, we feel great about this guy coming in and being the start of day one. It's just not that. Ideally, I think they want to trade back. I think they want to try to get there more picks. I, I keep saying it. They only have one pick in the first okay. three rounds. That's number six overall. Sounds great, but not in a draft class when you don't have a guy that you really feel and love about. I mean, Scott Fitter has said publicly he feels comfortable with a couple guys at that spot. No, you don't. Like, <laughs> you want to love the guy you're taking at six. You don't say I feel comfortable. Like, it's like, okay, like, hey um, – how did you and uh, Becky start dating? Well, yeah. we started dating because we were friends and felt comfortable around each other. Like, who's ever said that story before? Becky was a good tease. <laughs> I know Becky.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you know who else is a good tease? Who's Trevor that? Penning. He's a good Ooh. tease. And that's why they're going to trade out of that six pick because they think they might be able to get him. You know, the, 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 the linemen out of, of Northern, Northern Iowa. Iowa. It's, a, it's, a, it's a small school, but it's Iowa. And if you know anything about football and you pay attention to it, um, there's something in the water there, or the wheat or the corn. or I don't know what it is. The, the, there's something about Iowa. The there's a lot of corn. It's the corn?
3: Yeah, there's a lot of corn.
4: Because, because well, in Iowa, uh, you, you just see different types of mammals that come from there. I mean, when we were at the Iowa game this year, Brady, I, when they came out, when Iowa – came out of the locker room, I said, My God, I, I would never play football ever again. Like this I've become a person. Like this is scary. They were running toward they they scary dudes. But the one thing about Iowa linemen, they're nasty. And they're 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 comparing this this pinning, um to to Marsha Yonda, which is the, the great uh, Baltimore Ravens lineman and if you know Matt Rule, you know one thing about Matt Rule. He's going to try to create a bunch of hard-nosed, lunch-pail, hard-hat-working dudes on his team. And I would guarantee you that the sentiments and, and the, the belief of what they're going to try to do to take definitive steps forward is to add to that offensive line. To add to that defensive line, and and add guys that are going to bring a value of we can whoop your ass, and and so to me, I think that it was interesting that that uh, the GM would come out and say it in the way that he did, because here's the thing: there's no quarterback that is moving the needle in terms of everybody saying, "Yep, this is the one we got to get. We got to get him. We got to get him." You know, we could say Malik Willis all we want. He had a fine season. You know, his team did well, Liberty did well. But let's be clear here. There's still the idea. You we mentioned Boomer Bus yesterday on on uh the defensive ends or defensive end out of uh out of uh Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. yeah, Walker. But uh, <laughs> Which one is a bigger boom or bust? Is it, is it the, the defensive ends, the edge guys that are being looked at at the one-two position? Or is it, is it a Malik Willis in the top ten? And to me, I think that it, when you look at it from that perspective, the position, it's a curious position that, that Caroline is in, which is if you get a guy and he's not the guy at quarterback, it's over. You got a little bit more runway. You get a guy that you say, look, here's an offensive lineman. He's going to be a Taylor LeJuan. He He's going to be an anchor for this team. And we're going to see what we have in Darnold. And, and if we can get a uh, a Baker Mayfield or someone, you know, after this whole draft is over, then we'll figure that out from there. But if you take a Malik Willis or or another quarterback with that high of a pick, that is not only a boomer bus pick for for the player, that's a boomer bust pick for the GM, that's a boomer bust pick for the for the coach.
2: I mean Matt Rule's already a lame duck coach, right? Hey, easy though. Oh no, I'm, ju- I'm just saying. Don't go, go late. He's uh, not hey, a leg no, dog. But but they've put him in this spot. We've talked about it before. It's not like they've addressed the quarterback position with a solid answer. They brought in Teddy Bridgewater on basically a one-year deal. They traded for Sam Darnold. It's like he hasn't really. And then they bring in Cam Newton um, to run some goal line packages. He hasn't really had an opportunity to, to to see real talent at the quarterback position. And and when they did go for Deshaun Watson, they didn't want to guarantee. Years three and four of the deal. So I just, I mean, maybe Scott Fitterer looks at this and says, you know, I don't know if I want to hitch my wagon to one of these quarterbacks here at number six. And and maybe they do go in a different direction. Maybe it is Baker Mayfield. Who knows? Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo's a, a potential target for Ooh. them. I just, I I mean, like, what are the options there? Because if I'm Matt Rule. I mean, aren't you calling your real estate agent going, hey, so uh, what do you think we could get for this? Because I'm probably not going to be here
3: in a year from now. That's the tough part is if Scott Fitterer ultimately is the one who's been setting them up, how can you blame Matt Rule? Totally agree. I mean, that's the tough part about this. I I always have felt like general managers get off the hook if they're the ones ultimately responsible for who they're drafting. Because too oftentimes the easy blame game that goes on is the, well, the coaching staff didn't develop him or they didn't utilize him the right way or they didn't you run the proper scheme. It's like, well, that's easy to say, but dude, why'd you draft a guy that didn't fit in their scheme? Why, why'd you <laughs> draft a guy that they didn't love? I mean, that's why I feel like if they don't love a quarterback at six, what could very well happen is they get stuck where no one wants to trade with them and they've got to make a pick. And I could see them going tackle there. I, just, I don't think it's going to be Penny that's too high. I think it'll end up being a guy like Charles Cross if he's available. Uh, I don't know that Evan Neal or Aquana would be there. But, like, those are the three tackles you'll see go in probably the top six or seven picks. Yep. And, and that's how that's going to go. And, and that's where it would make the most sense because they do need help on their O-line, whether it's for Sam or Baker. But I think if they do that and they can't trade and get more picks, you're probably looking at them, you know, looking and talking to Baker Mayfield on Friday. And that's where that trade would happen or, or, or would occur, I would think. But they'd have, to re, they'd, they'd have to look at trying to give him an extension that he's not going to want. And that's the tough part. Like, you've always already heard reports that the Seattle Seahawks not liking that deal, the, the current uh, fifth-year option price that Baker Mayfield's under. No one, wants to, no one wants to pay him that right now. So he might have to come to the reality that he either needs to get traded with the restructured contract or drag this out to the Browns cut him.
2: It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, two Brady Quinn, uh, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, so could we see a surprise near the top of the NFL draft in one position group? We will get to that discussion right here on FSR. rack.com slash sports tirerackcom the way tire buying should be trying to do a show here coop justin cooper just uh just roaming around the studios thinking he owns the place well he does i mean what's with the like like famous celebrity child You're lying. <laughs> by the way I like how the kid from Liar, come holler Liar at me, Coop.
1: <laughs> like Come at <laughs> Come holler
2: at me, Coop. I like how the kid from Liar, Liar is now known as a pothead on, at Fox Sports Radio. Coop, come Win holler at me, boy, let's, let's get some medicinal <laughs> time, you know. <laughs> <Mota>. <laughs> Unbelievable. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, you can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. So we do have, um, we are going to get to uh you know potential surprise near the top of the nfl draft uh, i did want to get uh just brady's thoughts on just an action-packed edition of the nba playoffs on a, on a tuesday night brady your thoughts on the nba playoffs thus far and all these storylines that have developed uh, in the national basketball association here over the past.
3: hot take days. uh john moran <laughs> is the best the best uh basketball player still left in the uh and the NBA players. wow okay you're going hit him number one over number everybody one. else I think he's the most exciting to watch, the he most is. fun to watch I, um, he's appointment television like again, I don't know that the NBA does enough to highlight him, and maybe people will challenge that, but I think he is that bright of a budding star, like him and Devin Booker, in my opinion, need way more love because mm. they're part of that next wave of of great players. And I don't know that they get enough attention because of where LeBron's at career-wise for the all-time points, you know, scoring. Uh, Durant still is in, in a high point of his career, even though he had, you know, a tough series versus Boston. Uh, but there, there's a number of players who are coming along. Um, you know, Jason Tatum falls in that category too uh, as, the, as they've advanced. So they got some, you know, young, bright, budding stars. The NBA needs to figure out how to do a better job of doing what the NFL does. Where once a first ballot Hall of Famer moves on, especially at the quarterback spot, who typically they're the faces of all this, the franchise or of the league, they they immediately just get highlighted. Like they immediately fall into this. Well, then you have Patrick Mahomes, and then you have Joe Burrow, and then you have Justin Herbert, and then you have, like they just come along. Lamar Jackson, like it, it just happens. And in the NBA, it, it like takes a while for them to get any sort of traction for some reason. I think the league could do a better job of helping build that.
2: Especially Devin Booker. I mean, he's dating into the uh, Kardashian family. Or they might oh, be married geez. now. I'm just saying like there there's an opportunity there and it feels like he doesn't get Would nearly there.
3: If they were married though. I mean, I feel like I feel like the Kardashians aren't really like like it, when, when any Kardashian gets married, I'm like okay. Th- that's that is like a junior high relationship.
1: All <laughs> oh, it takes just one it takes one
3: note where it's like um I don't want to be with you anymore. All right, done. Like that's yeah. it. That's all it takes with a with a Kardashian, married or not. It's like a junior high relationship. I mean, but there
4: is something to them who they date. They they get famous, oh, or yeah. they're already famous. I mean, oh, it's Chris a tough decision. Did, yeah, he didn't. Des- he, he didn't deserve to be famous. You know what
3: I mean? He was an okay basketball player, but now i want to say Chris, like yeah, Chris, Humphries. Chris Humphries. He's one of the best players. Chris oh, hum-
2: please. Chris Humphries didn't deserve to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought, thought you were talking about Devin Booker. Instantly.
4: <laughs> no, no, Devin Booker can do it. You know yeah. what I mean? But you you think about Chris Humphreys got famous <laughs> off of that. <laughs> you imagine, um, you imagine I'm,
2: LeVar running into Chris Humphreys at like the crappy ESPYs and just looking at him saying, you don't deserve to be here. You're yeah, not famous I've seen him
4: out before. I was like, boo. <laughs> seen him out. I've seen him out because, you know, he was in Jersey, I believe, like right around the same – was it the right around the same time? It was, know, man. He out. was in the dirty Jersey around that, yeah. And i seen him out. I was like, uh. like That was how I said hi to him. Uh. It's like
2: – okay, Tristan Thompson is yeah, – I, I think I think he's more well-known – by the general population than Devin Booker, and that's a crime. That's Booker, a crime. Booker is is a superstar. No,
4: granted, he yeah. balled out. He balled out when they they won. He was one of the unsung uh, heroes yeah. when Cleveland won that that championship. Uh, yeah. He
3: balled. He balled. Balled. But he was wasn't, balled for him. Like eleven he, rebounds and a couple blocks. Six and twelve. Pitfalls. He made love some
4: Oh, geez, don't yeah. touch them. Don't 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 clean them. Well, don't do anything with them. Those balls are perfect. I don't want Dang. anyone touching the balls after that. <laughs> Dang, I don't want anyone rubbing them.
3: To don't me, those them. balls are perfect.
2: Oh, to, man. Me? Uh, Bruce, to me? To Bruce Jenner joining us. Uh, sorry, clearly, we Clearly.
3: Well, clearly. It really pisses me off when balls go underneath Reese Austin's
4: chin. <laughs> it really bugs it. me. I understand. It's it, it's clear that Tristan had some value there. You know, oh, I mean, man. they were because it, it, the Kardashians ain't the the only ones that, that have been benefiting. Um, anyway, the, <laughs> the point is they they've gotten famous off of of that, and there's something to that. I think there's something to that. You got to play up the Devin Booker and uh, what which one? Which gender is it?
2: Uh I uh, who cares? There's Kylie uh, yeah. and then there's what's the other Kendall, gender? I think. Is it That's Kendall? That's who it is. It's yeah. Kendall. Um, it, now, Minnesota did uh, b- uh, blow another lead. Um, you know, not to piss off our fans listening, who might still be with us listening on uh, K-Fan, uh, yeah. the, the Yallerhorn of the Twin Cities. Uh, they were up 11 with under seven minutes to go. I thought Minnesota crazy. had this game with an opportunity to close it out on uh, Friday night. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, uh, another blown lead. Um, and uh, I'm sure Carl uh, Anthony Towns is uh, probably... one? Yeah, two and a half. Ball.
3: Go it, and get some wide. Hey, he Played great that he that did. next game after the wine. He yeah. did. I'm yeah. any wine that's
2: recommendations, Brady? Any uh, what, 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 do you, uh, what do you think is out there? Think you think know? Depends what you uh, what you're
3: looking for. Oh, yeah. I'm not really a wine guy, as so you know. I'm more of a <laughs> like an IPA that's guy. That's a good point. You know? Well, I like, I'm, I'm more I like of an IPA guy, guy. Very
2: good so. point. Yeah. I
4: mean, anytime you can get a Menage a Trois red wine, that's I'm all in for that.
2: I'm <laughs> what? All in. Is that a is that a brand? It I'm is. Just being okay. honest with you. All right. Very good. You get those right next to two
1: buck chuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: There you go. I'm hey, kidding. hey Here where go. is is that is that a better wine than the uh, box wine? My buddy my buddy's dad loved the he was straight yeah. from Italy and he loved the box wine. That was his go to. Is there, that better did you than that? by saying from Italy? Well, I just wanted yeah. you to know that I'm uh, well traveled.
3: If you say off the boat, it just gives more credibility. I have no idea. I didn't want
2: um, I didn't want to offend you now that you're a uh, full-blown Italian. I didn't Well, I'm no, not. Okay. First off,
3: I'm not an FB, I'm I'm not an FBI. <laughs> right. Which is what they referred to as. What do you mean, Brady's Italian? He's that. Italian. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Italian. yeah. I did. I've already admitted this. I, I found out that apparently uh, I'm. Greatest... Yeah. Are you? Full, oh, there you go. Full-blooded black man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're, an, you're an FBB. <laughs> you're an FBB.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm an FBB baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> full oh, blooded. Oh man, um, the body, to the the box wine's not bad. There's some. Good, there's some good box wines. Uh, I uh, yeah. never had it, but yeah, full you know. BB's I'm like 100. boxed
2: wine too. <laughs> FBB. <laughs> <What else? laughs> oh, the man. problem with box
3: wines is like people. <laughs> People will try to equate like a box of the box wines to a bottle. And really, there's like three bottles in a box. Or there's like six <laughs> bottles in a box. So they'll be like, well, I only had one box of wine. They're like, dude, you drank three bottles of wine in one sitting. That's a little aggressive.
2: Oh, man. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in uh, 12 minutes from now, uh, we've got a plague uh, in the world of sports. It is back. Somebody else, a future Hall of Famer, is now partaking in this plague. We will have the details on that for you here on FS. So who do you ABA guys think? Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, by the way, did you oh, see that oh, video boy. of him? Uh, what was that like a rap concert? He was dressed up as a painter, and uh, he was on stage like uh, doing some little twist. Antonio Brown, cool. uh, some just, little twist, yeah, just some little twist.
3: You know, okay. was that another oh, well, hip? You know, a little just, twist of the hip. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just can you kinda, be more descriptive, please? Well,
2: like he was like twisting his hips, and he had like this weird. He looked like uh like one of those wind puppets outside a car dealership. He was just kind of all over the stage. I didn't really have a lot of a lot going on, but that was like the best he had because he realized the crowd wasn't responding to his crummy song. Um, yeah, but
3: wait, I, Antonio Brown has a song.
2: Yeah, he has a uh, rap song.
4: Uh, he has more than one. Yeah, whole lot of money. Yeah, he
2: does. Yeah, Bidden It huh. Boomin'. Bidden It Boomin'. Yeah.
4: Bidden It Boomin'. what you say? Bidden It Boomin'.
2: Yeah. Bidden It Boomin'. Bidden It Boomin'. All right,
4: yeah. Give me some more bars. Okay, you ready? You ready? Bidden It Boomin'. Yeah, that's all I have but, yeah. yeah. but, yeah. but you just said that. But you just said that. Give me another bar, AB. Uh, but Bidden It Boomin'. Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs>
2: and you know the best part is he probably recorded that once and they just kept playing it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got to get going. And they
3: just kept on playing it. <laughs> they that. were
4: like, this dude is yeah. brilliant. Uh, catchy, Copy and paste. <laughs> kind of
3: My eldest daughter has a bit of a speech impediment. I feel like she could say that. Pretty clearly, bin, though. Been the booming. Been the booming. Hey, by, the way, I, uh, by the way, by the way, speaking I'm just of, saying, uh, <laughs> <so stupid>.
2: Speaking <laughs> of speech, um,
3: congratulations
2: yeah. to Bilal Powell on a uh, on on a successful NFL career. I'm sorry. Do you have
3: peanut butter in your mouth? What did well, you just say?
2: So here's the uh, Brady and I discovered this years ago that Bilal Powell is one of the rare names that you can say Who? and then say it again with food in your mouth, and it sounds exactly the same. Like or, just take a bite out of a sandwich. Darius
3: Rucker. Who was once with Hootie and the Blowfish? Yeah, he would have been perfect singing the song Belial Powell." Yeah, because Bilal of how Powell. you know he would. It sounded like he was always singing with mashed potatoes in his mouth.
2: Yeah, that and "Bowl Bowl." Like uh, you could say "Bowl Bowl" with nothing in your mouth, and then a, a jar of Jiff. I and
4: saw him at the airport. I saw him at the airport last year, and I walked into the airport and saw these like I was looking at his kneecaps and then I look I went up and I was up and I was I was like whoa let me cla- let me get past that area okay and then I was up and then I was up and I was up and I was up and then I kept going up and then I kept going up and I was like yo what a bo he was like, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a true story. Oh, <laughs> man. get past that area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get past <laughs> there. Get out of there, Eric. Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: this edition
3: of <laughs> trough Talk. Me, that was, here, was eye. Um, that
4: was eye level too. I, I um, felt violated. You know what I
3: mean So, everybody you know <laughs> <just thinking>? <laughs> has to duck through the metal detector, huh?
4: oh man bro that's a good one hundred percent he is not standing in that that thing that they use these days he's he's no
3: he'd have to like yeah. yeah he has to squat down
4: yeah. yeah there's no way very tall and and, and <sighs> i would love to see that pat down take place yeah like uh yep hey we're gonna need a ladder over here on uh yep lane four yeah yeah lane four yeah yeah seven foot ladder yep okay thanks <laughs> you're gonna wait have to wait here for a moment sir Oh, How man. you gonna pat him now? You gonna check his shoulders, his neck? How you, what you gonna check? I don't know. you gotta be careful though. Watch, watch for the ankles. I tell ankles. you what, I tell you what, brother, could be a whole lot of discovery going on. I, I hear you. All right, he might not make his plane, <laughs> uh... you know, but I seen him in the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's so, interesting. It wasn't on the other side of, of security. Um,
2: I, can I ask you guys this? <laughs> who, who do you think? Who do you think is the first quarterback drafted tomorrow night? Assuming they're both going in the first round, who do you think it is? Because there's some interesting um, odds and situations at the top, uh, courtesy of our friends at DraftKings. Um, Uh, So who do you think it is?
3: I'm going to say Malik Willis okay? because I I think this is the general thought to this quarterback draft class. If you don't feel like, and there's been many people who have said this, that any of these guys are true first-round grades, but you feel like – he Like one of them has the most upside, meaning he could become something special or he could be something special he's got those tools, he's got the strong arm he's got the athleticism. If that's Malik Willis, then I think he ends up being the first taken for that reason um, you know if, if you're drafting any of these other quarterbacks, it I get the sense, and either from people i 've talked to in the league that are coaches or front office, and even just from the perception from a lot of reports is that Teams are trying to talk themselves into some of these guys, so I think he'll be That's the comforting. first taken. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, like get get excited, folks. <laughs> that being said, I do think there's some guys who've got some qualities that can be starters, but look, they have to be in a in a they have to be in the right situation circumstance. I can't say that enough throughout this process, because there's there's no one in this class that has that extraordinary talent or ability at least that I see right now, that's going to elevate the level of play of everyone else out around them. There's no one you're watching it right now that you're saying, that's going to be Joe Burrow. He goes in year one, he's going to demonstrate the fact he's the guy, and then year two be able to take his team to a Super Bowl. Or Justin Herbert, or Josh Allen, or Patch Mahomes, or Lamar Jackson. Like, There's no one with some of those qualities. When you start naming off these guys, this class doesn't have that. And that's okay. But the truth is, if there is one guy, it's probably Malik Willis. As far as some of those things you see on tape and in this game, and and that's why I think he'll probably I think he'll be the first quarterback taken off the board.
2: He, he's almost a two to one favorite to go first off and the board. I, I
3: think it's going to be Atlanta too, by the way. Yeah,
2: with with Kenny Pickett who's second. What's interesting though? And what pick
3: is that? Uh, Atlanta's twelve. number... No, it's eighth. I thought, um, yeah, I, Oh I yeah. Don't yeah, think, yeah. Okay. So at yeah, I don't think eight.
4: anyone, I don't think they're going to, I'm, so I'm staying with my bold prediction. So, so he may be the first one to go. And I, I do believe that I, I got a feeling that Pickett might slide to the second round, man. I really do. Um, but I, I just don't think that a quarterback is going to go in the top 15.
2: So I do not. So Malik Willis is uh, where I got 12 from. He's 11-and-a-half is the over-under where they're projecting right. him to go. Either he's going to go uh, at 11 or after 11. That's sort of the betting line on Malik Willis. What's interesting, though, is that we talked about Carolina potentially adding a quarterback, their general manager saying so this weekend. Carolina picks six. Right. And the odds on the quarterback favored to go at six – would be Kenny Pickett, significantly more so than Malik Willis. So maybe the feeling is Carolina would like Kenny Pickett more and Atlanta would like Malik Willis more, and that's just where you're seeing the difference between the two for, for what it's but worth. But do and, you
4: want to be that team that is caught out there, you spit that high of a pick on a guy at that position that you're not 100% sure that's yeah. a guy?
3: Yeah, they'll do that. I mean Christian Oof. Ponder. There there's plenty of other examples. You can talk about the guys who, who are up in that spot. Yeah, they, they they will. And and that's what I'm hearing is, is you know, when it comes down to a quarterback, the owner is involved in a lot of it. And if you trace back the roots for David Tepper, you know, he like I believe Carnegie Mellon, their their business school there in Pittsburgh, it's named after him. It's the Tepper yeah. School of Business. You know, oh, you look wow. at Arthur Blank at Atlanta. That, he's man. looking at Malik saying, hey, he's, he's a Georgia kid. I'd love to get him back here. I'd love to have him as part of our franchise, the face of this franchise. So I think both owners kind of have some roots or understand the roots of the quarterback that are playing a part or a portion of, of maybe some of the decisions that are being made too.
2: It's uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, uh, a future Hall of Famer is partaking in a plague in the world of sports. We'll get into that for you right here, FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker.
2: Check
0: out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, uh, if you are in the business of shade by a former employer in the National Football League, we have got just the story for you. We'll get into that for you right here on FSR. I want to let you know we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at
1: visitlasvegas.com. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you. In case you missed it.
2: And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee.
0: You guys, the trend continues. Russell Westbrook has deleted the Lakers from his Instagram account. In fact, he's uh, scrubbed his account of all of his former teams except for the Thunder.
2: Good. Should be cut and kicked out of the league. It's wow. just banned for two years. Tired of it. It's wow. a, it's, Isn't
3: he too old to use the whole social media scrubbing deal? Us boys, us kids these days. It, it, I'm it, just can't, saying, can't do like, it. does he fall in that category? How old is he? Isn't he is it in his 30s? Anybody
2: over the age of 12 who does this should be put in jail for six months. Oh, my God. I'm Are you sick technically
3: of it? allowed to use... Instagram before twelve? I maybe? don't know. What's it rated for?
2: I mean, it's just yeah. That's a good point. Like, is there yeah. is there a, uh, an age limit on uh, or you know some sort of requirement? I, I, I do on think
3: Instagram? you're not, you're supposed to be a certain age before you use Instagram. Wow, well, whatever. Yeah. Uh,
2: whatever yeah. age it is, six you months know. in jail. You uh, start scrubbing stuff.
3: That's, get a get a grip,
2: man.
4: Got thirteen year old Sure, gonna do some hard time. Yeah,
3: boy, tell you. <laughs> that's how it's gotta uh, be, I'll man. Leave. Tired of it. Okay, Come on. Um, in all seriousness though, how old is he't <laughs> is he too old for this <laughs> let me, uh... back to the original point yeah, let me, yeah uh, and Instagram requires its users to at least be 13 years of age so okay
2: all right well yeah. hey listen uh, so he's uh, 33 years old um, uh, <laughs> but he 's turning 34 in November so yeah yeah so I'm, that.
3: I'm just can't we resort to like more mature ways of just saying I feel like you guys threw me under the bus uh, I'd like to handle this more professionally can we can we do that at this at that point in time in your lifespan? is that not possible
2: no because then you're you're considered uh you know uh an old guy i get off my lawn you're not adapting yeah. to the new technology blah 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 yeah, I maybe, just, maybe he'll man. go
3: buy uh i don't know he'll, he'll, he'll go buy his own franchise in the metaverse and start that up or something uh, Ooh, that, that whole thing
2: hey that whole thing what are we doing here i, I mean wh- know, what are we doing
3: what do you Pl- playing
2: video games. We're, we're turning video games into real life. Is what we're doing. I'm sick of it. Wow. What else That's we got, that, Lee? That got ugly pretty quick.
0: Guys, some college baseball news here. Kansas Wesleyan baseball team has formally accused Bethany College, their rival, of poisoning their water coolers with paint thinner. Oh, they geez. then went on to beat this team 33 to two. <laughs>
3: So, I even, mean, so is it a performance enhancer? Yeah,
2: even with paint thinner they still Yeah. <laughs> yeah that Jeez. is a good point. Is there uh is there some sort of a, a PD or in in sort in the paint thinner there? I mean, if that's the case, I mean, what are we looking at here?
3: Yeah, well, what's the problem? Are they oh, claiming the score really should bad. have been worse and they underperformed with that score? Yeah. This is a
4: classic case of the coach giving lying, you know, inaccurate, fabricated lies to, to bulletin board, wall material, his players or her players. Their
2: players. I mean, I will say this. Uh, you know, at least, you know, it's not some elaborate sort of poison built in the lab. Yeah. They just went to a Deploy. hardware store and yep. just said, you know Got what? It
3: paint thinner. Yeah. It's yep. a laxative, right? Isn't that what it would do? Oh, uh, that's what they were
4: trying
2: well, to
3: do. Too. <laughs> Ew.
1: <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com Auto Parts